name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. A very warm welcome this morning to St. Bride's Church in Cambus Lang for the celebration of the funeral mass of Rachel Torley. A very warm welcome to yourself, Cathy, and Hugh, and all the members of the family who are here with us today. And welcome also to those who will be joining us in the audio recording later on in the day. Many family friends, as you know, would have liked to have been here with you, but are unable to be here because of the pandemic. We send their love and their prayers to this family who are gathered in the church today. They are sorry that they are unable to be present uh, here, but they are very close to you in this day of your loss. Rachel Torley was a good woman in every way. Although old in years, she was young and joyful in spirit. She was much loved by all the family, and in these days, and in the days that will follow, she will be much missed. Today we bring her here to this church, in which she made all of her sacraments and attended over the years. And she comes here for the final prayers over her mortal remains. And the family especially would like me to say today on this occasion how much loved she was, cherished she was, and that they were devoted to her. That love itself will always remain. To begin the Mass and to offer the Mass more worthily, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, in whose presence the dead are alive, and in whom your saints rejoice, full of happiness, grant our supplication that your servant Rachel, for whom the fleeting light of this world shines no more, may enjoy the comfort of your light for all eternity. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Please be seated. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. With God on our side, who can be against us? Since God did not spare his own son, but gave him up to benefit us all, and we may be certain after such a gift that he will not refuse anything he can give. Could anyone accuse those that God has chosen? And when God acquits, could anyone condemn? Could Christ Jesus? No, he not only died for us, he rose from the dead, and there at God's right hand he stands and pleads for us. Nothing, therefore, 
can come between us and the love of Christ. Even if we are worried or being persecuted or lacking food or clothes or being threatened or even attacked, these are the trials through which we triumph by the power of him who loved us. For I am certain of this, neither death nor life, no angel, no prince, nothing that exists, nothing still to come, not any power or height or depth, nor any created thing can come between us and the love of God made visible in Christ Jesus our Lord. The word of the Lord. I rejoiced when I heard them say, let us go to God's house. I rejoiced when I heard them say, let us go to God's house. And now our feet are standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built as a city, strongly compact. It's there that the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord. For Israel's law it is, they are to praise the Lord's name. There were set the thrones of judgment of the house of David. And for the peace of Jerusalem, pray. Peace be to your homes. May peace reign in your palaces, in your walls, peace. And for love of my brethren and friends, I say, peace upon you. For love of the house of the Lord, I will ask for your good. May I invite you please to stand for the gospel. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God still, and trust in me. There are many rooms in my Father's house. If there were not, I should have told you. I am now going to prepare a place for you. And after I have gone and prepared your place, I shall return to take you with me, so that where I am, you may be too. You know the way to the place where I am going. And Thomas said, Lord, we do not know where you are going, so how can we know the way? And Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Not many of us will get the opportunity to live as long as Rachel has done, 96 years. For the most part, she was fit all of her days. In the last few years, as you know, the memory was slipping. But she was still able to live in her own home with the help of Cathy and Hugh and members of the family. She was incredibly content, passing the days doing small things. Her only regret was not being able to get out, for as you know, she loved to get out and about, and especially get to to the shops in the main street and meet countless people whom she would stop and talk to and bid the time of day. The last few months of her life she spent in hospital, 
and then at the Roger Park care home. She was very well looked after, although uh, being unwell, she bounced back remarkably. The end of it, of course, came fairly suddenly. She had been well, but dipped, and then no longer had anything left. I was able to come and give her the sacraments, say the final prayers, and she would have been very pleased at this. She passed from this world to Almighty God. In the Mass today, we are reminded of, in the reading of the gift of faith, especially in St. Paul's reading, and very often that faith gives us courage and confidence to face the world, to face all things in the knowledge that nothing can overcome us, nothing can separate us from the love of God, nothing can separate us from the love of each other. All her days, Rachel herself, as you will know, had a strong faith that never left her. It was a faith not just for good days, but a, a faith also for bad days. She prayed every day, probably for everything and for everyone. That faith itself was given to her in baptism in this very church. And in those days, those early days, she was asked to keep the flame of faith burning brightly, that she did all her days. One of the readings that we've listened to today at Mass also reminds us of the Father's home in which there are many rooms. Jesus promises that to us all. There is enough rooms. There are rooms for the many. There are rooms for all. And Jesus himself never breaks his promises, and we are reassured that Rachel herself has gone to that place. She's at home, and in that place, reunited with the people that she loved. Just a few words about Rachel today at this Mass. Rachel was born in her granny's own home in Winborby Crescent. She was brought up in a family of daughters, Bride and Nancy and Cathy. These sisters were to be very close in their life together and to love each other all their days. And they had a special love, of course, for Nancy and looked after her with great love and devotion. She attended uh, St Bride's School here, but left, I suppose, at a young age, as many people did in those days, aged probably 14, to the world of work. Her first job was a grocer's assistant in uh, Curley's uh, in the Springfield Road. She met her future husband, Robert, at a boys' guild dance, and they started walking out together, as they used to say in those days. Robert himself was a good footballer, played both amateur and professional uh, uh, football. Rachel watched and supported him, and even helped him by filling in some of the forms. Robert achieved much success, and even won a Scottish Junior Cup uh, medal uh, with his team in 1944. And that was a special thing indeed. They were both married here in this church in 1946. It was a great day. And Rachel spoke with great happiness about this day for the rest of her life. She used to refer to it as a big family wedding. 
Her married life uh, began in the Leeds building. She then moved to Halfway in 1950 and returned here to Cambus Lang in 1967. Over the years, I suppose there wasn't too many fancy holidays, just simple visits. Six weeks uh, to Aunt Bride's house in Pennycook was very often the order of the day. She was delighted to have a, a big family herself, four children of her own, nine grandchildren, five great-grandchildren, and she loved nothing better than to see the family and loved to laugh with them. She was, as you will know, an extremely sociable person all her days. Her mother used to refer to her as Mrs. Never In, and that was to be true all of her days. She never needed much encouragement to join clubs or guilds, loved their teas, their dances, and she loved to go to the bingo as well. And she was a great lover of that national lottery and was always waiting for her numbers to come up. And eventually, if she did win, and she shared the winnings around. She was married early in life, and sadly, Robert himself died in 1976, and this was to be a great sadness for her, and she missed him very much indeed. She continued to work over the years and uh, worked even till the age of 70. She made a, a fine contribution to the life of this parish over the years, and as her parish priest, I want to recognise that support that she gave us. She was very kind to me as her parish priest, and it was a privilege to know her, and over the years to give her the sacrament in her own home when she was no longer able to attend Mass here. She never missed saying when I visited her, I will need to be getting back to Mass. Edward, her son, lived with her over a number of years. She was never too keen, as you probably know, when he was late for dinner, which most times he was, and wanted to speak to her, especially when she was wanted to watch Emmerdale. She missed him greatly when he died, and I suppose she never really got over his death. As mentioned at the beginning of Mass, she had a young and joyful spirit. She loved to laugh and enjoyed the company of family and delighted when they came over to visit her. The house was always full of laughter and joy. She had a great daughter in Cathy and son-in-law in Hugh. They were devoted to her as were the grandchildren and looked after her every need. She has been greatly loved by the family and will be greatly missed by all of them. She was a treasure to them, a treasure of goodness and joy. A light has gone out of life, but in another sense that life will never die because love itself never dies. Love remains and grows stronger. And as the years pass by, your love and care for Rachel will grow even stronger. Today, our passing, we ask God to bless Rachel, to reward her for her kindness and her love, to bless her with peace, 
at the end of the journey. May she rest in peace. May she be now in the Father's home where there is joy and peace and love. Rest in peace, Rachel, after your long life. And may God bless you now and always. stand and pray now dear brothers and sisters that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father may the offering of this sacrifice be pleasing to you Lord so that the soul of your servant Rachel finding through your mercy the pardon she sought for may exult forever with your saints and praise your glory for all eternity. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For even though by your own fault, by our own fault we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we are redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back into life. And so with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly in earth and before you, without end, we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them with the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you.
In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held as worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember Rachel, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she, who was united with your son in a death like his, may also be one with him in his resurrection. And remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. And have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Please stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope in the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who will live and reign for ever and ever. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. Only say the word, and my soul shall be healed.
just to say to you, if you'd like to receive Holy Communion, just stand in your place. If you wouldn't like to receive Holy Communion, just remain seated. And I'll come through the church uh, to give you Holy Communion. So if you're going to receive Communion, please stand. Let us pray. Please stand. As we receive these heavenly gifts, we give you thanks, O Lord, and humbly pray for the soul of your servant Rachel, freed through your son's passion from the bonds of sin, that she may come happily into your presence. We ask this through Christ our Lord. 